0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Coffee and Combos podcast, where the best conversations happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa, and I'm so stoked to be here at Gold Standard again. And this time around, I have a co-host with me. As you may know him, he is the one who produces this podcast. It makes it happen. It's Iman. That was a good intro. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course. And if you want to listen to more of his story, he's episode number two, which you totally should if you (laughs) want to learn more about him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. A little too much about me.
0: (laughs) And we are actually sitting here with Amina, and she is an incredible incredible human being I don't even know like how to introduce you because there's so many amazing things oh, man. that we can say but she is the co-founder of Pally Roots and an awesome fashion designer and photographer and artist and creator and
2: gosh yeah. what do I not do it <laughs> listen all I'm sorry things. I mean that was a way better introduction it was. No, you I'm sorry he's
1: awesome. the co-host
0: <laughs> he could yeah he's just there I'm but just yeah, now and if you do enjoy you here, Ivan being a co-host, just, you know, just convince him. Oh, it's be good. Him. Send, letters. <laughs> send letters. Send letters. Send fan send mail. Send letters. To, yeah, send fan <laughs> mail. That would be funny. With
1: perfume spray on it, please. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. But thank you so much for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, to be in a room filled with very creative people, very passionate people. It definitely has a lot of energy into one space. So mm-hmm. let's get started. I'm ready to thank let you, you know. All the Everything? secrets, the ins and outs. All the things. All the things. Ooh. You want to start up your passion? I'm ready for it. Okay. Do you want to take the lead? Yeah, take I would love leap? to start. Yes.
1: Just so people know, like, I've been <clears throat> super excited for her to come to this podcast. <clears throat> and that's why I'm co hosting today. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a chance to be in a room. So, I guess just to give everybody a background, can you just tell us what Pally Roots is first? Yes. Yeah, we can so, establish a baseline here.
2: Yeah, of course. So, Pally Roots, um, if we break it down, Pally stands for Palestine. And roots stands for roots. Where are you planted? Where do you believe you come from? What is your heritage? What do you stand for? And what have you learned from years and years of teachings from our ancestors? Pallyroots. Um, so palyroots is a Palestinian-inspired streetwear brand that educates and cultivates the world about the Palestinian identity. What does it mean to be Palestinian? And what should you know about Palestine and our culture? Um, so this brand, what makes it very cool is that we are set with values, um, five things that we really like to check in line to make sure that we are sticking to them. And one of the most important things is impartiality. We believe that everybody belongs to this community. You don't have to be Palestinian to be a Pali Reuter. That's why we call our fan base. I love you guys. I <laughs> love you, Pali Reuter. Shout out to you guys. Um, but to be a Pali Reuter, um, It's a big deal. It's not just, hey, I wear this stuff and I'm a Pali reader. To be a Pali reader, you have a mission. And what we try to do is we try to educate people and let them know about important history topics like why do we do Depka? And um, if you guys don't know what Depka is, it's a traditional Palestinian dance where you stomp on the floor and we teach the history behind it. I, as a Palestinian, never knew why we do Depka until a year ago. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's something we needed to learn. So that's kind of like a quick rundown of what Pally Roots is. There's so much more to it. Um, we do a lot of charity projects, help kids in Gaza with clean water, roof over their head,
1: All the you know, all the stuff,
2: yeah. ins and outs, just to help people who are less fortunate.
1: Absolutely. I, um, as much as I hate to admit it, I know how much social media truly influences the world. Mm. And I, I, I genuinely stand behind what you're doing and I view you as a leader, you know, on whatever scale anybody wants to call that. Mm -hmm. Just be, you know, there's a lot of people that have a platform to do whatever it is they choose to do. And whether you agree with it or not, it is like a huge social push. So to see you guys doing what you're doing is like a really incredible thing. I kind of wanted to dive into something really fast. Um, I got a chance to go to Jordan and Dubai and meet my family for the second time in my life since I was six years old.
3: Mm-hmm. and wow. i've
1: I seen a lot of things you know we talked about this like off mic but i've seen a lot of things and i learned a lot of things about like where i come from and it kind of allowed me to put the pieces together of who i am as a person but there's one thing that kind of like struck me off guard when i was over there i'm kind of from the world where you know and i don't want this to be concrete but you know we meet violence with violence and that's kind of how my whole entire life has been mm-hmm. so the first thing that i wanted to ask you is you know you doing all these incredible things, like how do you, I guess, translate the positive things that you're doing when there's so much tragedy going on?
3: Absolutely. And like, what, what,
1: how do you discern from that? Because when I went over there and I seen what was happening, I was just filled with, you know, a, a sort of rage. And I felt like it was kind of my duty to do something as well. But for you to actually be doing it and you're doing it in a positive way and you're spreading so much, you know, love with that, wasn't. I, it's something that I don't have in me yet. And that's what I'm trying to learn. Yeah. So that's part of why I want to be a part of this conversation because I feel like I have something to take away from that. That's ultimately. a
2: beautiful question mm-hmm. and a great thing to bring up. Um, and I think it's all about perspectives. Sure. It's learning how to shift your perspective um, in a world that's so manipulative. You know what I'm saying? Sure. There's things in this world that kind of influence your emotions and the way that you think about life, um, and it's up to you to change it. So there's one quote that I live by. And when it when it comes to these p- specific topics, it's finding beauty in every struggle, because in every struggle that you go through, you are bound to learn something new, and that is what's the beauty side of right. a struggle. Um, so I know before we um, started this whole podcast off mic, um, we talked about. From the first time that I met you, you were like, oh, you know, I'm somewhat Palestinian. I have some roots there. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you got to go back somewhere that's a little close to home to understand what really your roots are. Um, and it's, it's hard to be in a place where you hear things and then you see things because it completely moves you because you're there filled with and anger and you see things, a whole different you experience. Things, yeah. whole different you experience. Able to translate what you hear. To exactly. You see, you're yeah. finally putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty. Um, so how do I find happiness and positivity in a world that's a little cold?
1: Sure.
2: I think I think at times when you, like, for example, I went to a refugee camp when I was in Palestine, mm-hmm. and I know their living conditions was complete garbage, yeah. um, just like how they're living. But for me to see a child run down and just like, come out the staircase and hug me. I'm a foreigner. I'm not from yeah. that you know, that specific camp or part of the world. And they're just so excited to see me there. They're so excited over a ball that we gifted them. It's a little part of love and that it's still just like, it's right. Love yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's just a matter of changing your perspective. Sure. When you go there, just take... The, like if you feel like this anger or rage is coming inside of you, just breathe it out mm. and just... Close your eyes and just imagine what you could do and what you could see to change it. Right, because change is good, and um, and I think there's progression in everything in the world, including ourselves. So I hope that answers somewhat of your question. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's like a little bit difficult for everybody. It's deeper than there. you know
1: a lot of things. So
2: yeah, it's just that with pally roots. It's like the way that we do it is Palestine is a very controversial topic it's super political it's really difficult to explain to someone who doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. there especially let alone being there
3: because
2: sure. um, I know when I went back to Palestine now that I know more and that I've encountered clashes and that I've encountered people who've been kicked out of their homes mm-hmm. and just like so much things going yeah. on um, it would be really hard to put my head to rest that night it's just I put myself in their shoes and I knew it was drowned in me um, but I knew there was something that had to be done and I can't give up right there.
1: I, I agree with what you're doing because I think it's the best way to combat things. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like the the f- first thing everybody thinks about, but I do agree that it's the right way. Mm-hmm. And it kind of transitions to what I was going to ask you as well. Like, you know, touching on the topic of like how you're such a leader in such a broad community, the organizational aspect of that. How do you, how do you lead that? Cause that's something that I also don't understand. You know, i you know, you have all these like revolutionaries and all these people who are such great organizers before they were ever leaders. And I think that's what makes a great leader. How how do you even begin that?
2: Man, that's a lot of pressure to say I'm a leader. <laughs> you are. I mean,
1: in, in, in reality, you really are. I think that you have a huge social push. Yeah. You know, you, know. And you have a lot of people that stand behind you, myself included.
2: Yeah. You know, what I have to say is Alhamdulillah to that. And that means, like, thank God for that. Because I believe everything's in the in the power of the who's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um I've learned a lot in my life and I know that I've grew up in a household that was so loving and so optimistic. Mm-hmm. My mother and father grew us in a set of morals. Our culture, Palestinian culture, teaches you to love. Mm-hmm. If there is one ethnicity that was the most um caring, loving, and just like literally will welcome you into their mm-hmm. house if you're walking on the street, the Palestinians. You will not pass by a house unless someone tells you, hey come down and have some coffee at my house or tea. That's just the hospitality in Palestine. Mm -hmm. So I think our culture has really um, rooted that type of, you know, the way of thinking. So with Pali roots, um, Palestine, again, is like a very, um, very scary topic for many people. Um, But for me, I'm not afraid because I believe my approach of how I educate people about Palestine is in a loving way because I believe to fight hate is with love. Always. Always, always, always. And I believe that the Palestinians are not only being stripped of their land, but they're being stripped of their identity. And I blame we the Palestinians for allowing that to happen, the cultural side. The land is something we cannot control. It's just too many world powers, too many opinions, too many political leaders, and just like it's it's you something tried, there you there can't be control. A lot yeah. yeah. So the only thing we can do is hang on to our culture, hang mm, history, on to our heritage, yeah. hang on to our keys, hang on to our paperwork. That's what we have. And if we lose our, our identity, what do we have left?
1: That was a lot of. That was yeah. a problem with like a lot of people in my family. Like the paperwork was always gone. Yeah. You know, everybody kind of. <clears throat> that's a lot of people didn't know like a, a lot of stuff.
3: hmm
1: It's weird. So that kind of just just to kind of touch on that. Um, whenever I was over there, we got lost in the Petra. And or on the Typical. way to the Petra. Yeah, I'm sorry. We went like this weird mountainous way and
2: <laughs> GPS <clears throat> is terrible really? oh, it in the Middle East. Exist. Yeah. It just... doesn't exist. <clears throat> Siri, you have to yeah, stop Siri's by. on vacation when you're out there.
1: <laughs> so um when we got lost in the mountains, we had pulled over and asked it was just somebody painting their house. And um I think it was like nine of us in like a caravan, you know, we we're all going as a family. And we had asked him for directions you know it it took 30 seconds to ask for directions he just told us where to go and he stopped all the cars and we all got out and started talking to him for a little while And then he invited us all in for dinner and tea and dessert and all this other stuff and obviously we declined because we were late to where we're supposed to be going but i don't think i i've ever been offered that anywhere i've ever lived in my entire life you know yeah. let alone people Do-do. giving me directions. Right. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like stop and give yeah. me directions. Like, it's kind of weird, yeah. especially here. I, I genuinely over, felt, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. I felt weird about it. Like, I would have felt weird if I walked into his home, but for everybody over there, it's kind of normal. That's
2: so... Totally normal. And, in yeah. like, literally, I feel like it's more so Syria, Jordan, and Palestine, I feel like. I've been to other Middle Eastern countries, and no one was that, that inviting. And what I think it's because... Palestinians who were displaced in 1948, yeah. 750,000 people were removed from their homes. Wow. They all fled to Syria, Jordan, Egypt, all these neighboring Saudi, countries, yeah. Saudi. Yeah, they all moved there, and they took their culture with them. And I think that's why you can go to Jordan and safely say that a person who invites you in the house somewhat influenced by a Palestinian or is a Palestinian. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Because mm. yeah. they were taken in, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of a way to pay it forward.
2: Yeah,
1: it was very interesting. I guess they have like a tradition. My grandma was telling me about that. You know, it's tradition to if somebody's like hungry or they need shelter to allow them into your home for like up to three days, Mm -hmm. and you don't even ask for their name.
0: Wow, really?
1: You know, oh, that
2: much love and trust.
1: If if you did that over here, you would would wind up dead. You know, like it it was a it was a huge culture shock for me. Mm-hmm. Dang. It was it was really weird.
2: It's a definitely a really big culture shock. I was born in Jerusalem, Palestine, and it's still, every time I go back home, I'm shocked.
1: When did you move to America?
2: Um, so I had a pretty crazy childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was studying to be a family uh, medicine doctor,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so we lived in the island and lived in Chicago, lived in places, but I remember Palestine. I left when I was a baby. Mm-hmm, yep. I know I was born in Jerusalem. It wasn't planned. It was like... Completely yeah. by accident. Sure. <laughs> but it was a blessing yeah, to be born yeah. there, literally, like the most fought like, worthy place everyone wants to be in mm-hmm. Jerusalem. So, anytime I say I'm from Jerusalem, everyone's eyes just open up yeah. and they're like, What? How? <laughs> you are from the, <laughs> the cra- stars you know align. Yeah, yeah. star is crazy. Um, but I think um, it's really important that I am a Palestinian born in Jerusalem simply because I can say I was born in Jerusalem and I'm not allowed to go out, I'm not allowed to go in. Right. Um yeah. and I think that really like makes people think I'm like, "Whoa, okay, let's say I was born in New Jersey and like you're not allowed going back in there." You're like, "Whoa, I would be upset." You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm a living example of why Palestinians deserve at least some human decency and some rights to go to where they want. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not asking for a war. We're just asking for rights, just sure. basic human rights. Basic human rights. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Right, yeah. In a peaceful yeah. way, in mm-hmm. agreement, we can sit down, have some coffee, get on, ca- you know, get on coffee and sure. convos. We'll talk yeah, it out. Exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll,
3: we'll talk it out. It out. Uh, that'd be a mess. <laughs> we'll, find, we'll find a solution. <laughs> your,
2: your ratings would go up. <laughs> <that's for sure.
3: laughs>
2: we'll make it happen. <laughs> but um, man, I totally lost my train. of thought of the question you're asking. I'm I'm Your yeah. childhood. Oh, childhood. How, why did I? When did I in move out of move? Palestine? Right, yeah. um, I basically it, it, um, left Palestine. I was a kid. Lived in Chicago and the islands of Cayman mm. um, and Belize and Seba. And then my wow. grandparents wanted to take me and my brother, older brother Hussein, which is um, the founder of Paleru, it's my business partner. And um, they took us to Palestine. My parents literally f- said, "You're going to Palestine. You're going to learn Arabic, and you're going to learn our culture." And at that time as a kid, I was like, You guys are absolutely insane. I'm not doing I'm this. like, yeah. you are leaving me with with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need my parents. And at that time I was like five, six, still a kid.
1: So you grew up probably more strict than you normally oh, yeah. would have, yeah, if you would have yeah. stayed here. Yeah.
2: But I will thank my parents for doing that sure. because I know Arabic, thank God, and I know my culture and I know how things roll. Um and they did this to me. Um, once in my life, and then I went back for uh, high school mm-hmm. and I learned some. Oh my God, high school in Palestine? You thought school here in America was hard. Yeah, tough. You take chemistry, um, you take chemistry, calculus, biology, like I'm saying all the big credentials in one semester. Oh, wow. Oh, like
1: my dad said he took hardcore. calculus, I think, in like eighth or ninth grade.
2: Yeah. Wow, for real? They're yeah, advanced. my dad's an
1: incredible mathematician.
2: That's why, like the Middle Easterns, are the one that invented anything—astrology, yeah. geology. It's <laughs> on a whole other level. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, a whole yeah. other level. Yeah. So, yes, it was cool. a, it was a definitely a tough life, but something that I always thank my parents for. I never understood it now, but now I understand it. Sure. So it's been pretty cool.
1: It made you who you are today. That's, that's yeah. absolutely cool. and and they're keeping the culture, alive, the history. We got to
2: keep the culture yeah, alive. Yeah, they're not they're not letting
1: the history die with them. Yeah. I think that's the point of every parent. Yeah. I don't want to take up too much of your your coffee no. and convo's No. No, you sorry. can
0: like let stay for the whole convo.
1: i will stay, yeah. Like please. Yeah, I will. I, I, I think... just want to, you know, I'm co-host so you I don't
0: are know. See <laughs> no, are no, I don't going to home. take the lead. Yeah. It's just, you Go know. ahead. have at it for a minute. But um yeah. <clears throat> the last time we had a coffee and combo, let me pull it up. Because, like, you, we had this written interview.
1: That was on the blog. This
0: was on the
2: blog. Yeah, so, so I've been on here some. Pre Iman. March 16th. <laughs> wow. 2017. Shit, that was two That's, years ago. That was Almost two years, years, years ago. ago. Dang.
3: Wow. And time. yeah, pre
0: yeah. Iman. <laughs> pre <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> pre Hollywood. And. It's, it's kind of crazy that you mentioned this because something that I was going to bring was like the quote that you said was when you find struggle you also find beauty and I like to think that beauty creates struggle and to see you and you know kind of like touch back on what we're talking about today without even mentioning this to you like that is still a part of your DNA mm-hmm. and from our previous conversation that was like published on the blog like you shared so much of your struggle back then and it wasn't anything it was was like kind of like when Pally Roots first started so it was nothing like like you shared mostly like your high school struggles you Mm -hmm. know like your boy troubles and stuff like that and I'm sure reflecting on that time like just, like, your mindset has completely changed. You've grown so much. Oh,
2: completely. And, like,
0: I'd love to hear more about your growth of Pally Roots because when you first launched, like, you guys killed it.
2: (laughs) I wish we did.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, when you launched and then it's just, like, it's kind of funny, right? Because, like, I would Mm -hmm. see you working at coffee shops um, with your siblings and then, like, we just, like, run into each other every Mm -hmm. now and then and then you'd be working on stuff and then – to see where you are now scaling at such a rapid rate, it's kind of insane. And you have this really awesome following. And it's not even just about the numbers, but it's just about the community that you've built. Absolutely. And I think it's beautiful.
2: I can safely say that Alyssa has been at my side since the launch of Palyroots. Mm. Literally, you, she's she's, she's one of the few that's actually seen Pally Roots soldier. go up there. She's <laughs> like, literally, I look, and you're like, you're launching how many She She's like, you launch products every week. And we're like, yeah. It's I don't so think the strategy is right, but we just have a lot. Um, man, how I've grown, I think I've become a person who's a lot more comfortable under my skin. Mm-hmm. I, I can proudly say that before I started Pali Roots, I wasn't really too comfortable about saying who I'm from or where I'm from because I didn't know much about my roots and where I came from. Right. Um, so now someone can say, oh, where are you from? Instead of saying, oh, I'm from San Diego, or, I'm from, I'm, like, I'm from Palestine. Any yeah. opportunity yeah, someone yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, ask, yeah, yeah. I'm like straight up Palestine, yeah. I'm like quick on my like feet, I'm, I'm like I'm ready eyes. to go <laughs> for it. Um, but I don't necessarily like to talk to them about the occupation because I like to allow them to understand Why I'm so passionate about being Palestinian, or it's always
1: the focal point of of every conversation when you talk about something like that. Absolutely, it's always about the bad, the negative.
2: Exactly, you have to change
1: the narrative. I think you know what I mean. Change, change the perspective, change, change the
2: narrative. That's what it is. Because everyone gets a little uncomfortable when we talk about negativity. We can safely say that. So when you talk about something that's positive, it enlightens people and wants them to learn more and just Mm -hmm. to understand what's happening. So when I say I'm like, oh, you know when. Like I'm with my friends, and they're not Palestinian. Um, there's this thing that I do whenever like, they're like, "Oh, I passed my grade," or "I'm getting engaged or I'm doing this." Like the Palestinian me does this thing called Zagarita, or Zagarit. Um, it's probably a little too loud for the mic, but it's just like this thing where you move your tongue side to side, and it makes a screaming, weird sound um, <laughs> in celebration. Oh <laughs> show Justin.
1: You. <laughs> turn her mic down just a little bit real fast.
2: You want me to do it for you
1: guys? Oh yes. Yeah. Why
2: not? All right, we're gonna go for it.
1: She's All on. Right. She's on two.
2: All right, we're gonna go for it. Just pull so back a little bit. You basically put your your hand over your upper lip, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna move your tongue side to side. So it goes like this. And that is a way of celebrating I can't move my somebody. And there's was some awesome. people who can do that better. Um, yeah, I think we're good now. Thanks, Justin. So that was called a zagarit. And that's just like how I express being Palestinian. I'm going to do that oh, every time so somebody has an accomplishment. If someone accomplished something, you just like zagarit all the way. That <laughs> and so that's a dope. part of my culture that I feel like is super cool. And I love showing it off because it's just like weird and i just love being weird i think it's something people can relate to the most because we all have a little weird in us yeah. that we like to
1: share kind of weird if you're not weird at this point yeah
2: it's so true
0: if
1: you're not weird i feel like yeah. around you you know what i mean because now i can't be weird <laughs> i have to live in my yeah.
2: bubble <laughs> we have our own bubble here the weird bubble so that's what uh that's what it's about so um going back to lissa's question of how i grew and um how i like expanded, because I know that's what culture uh, with what Coffee and Convos is all about is change. And I remember um, we briefly spoke about how fear is good and something along fear and change. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't fear changing at all because yeah. that's progression. That's towards a better you. Um, and there's one thing I've grown my personal Instagram account recently um more to enlighten people i just like write quotes maybe paragraphs a story under my captions so good. just
1: yeah. <laughs> so good and she has like the before and after edits yeah you know what i
2: mean I'm like yeah. Damn, girl like <laughs> I'm just like check this out anyways i just like to express that i have i'm a human too it's humanizing the palestinians right. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it's like if you're like oh i'm palestinian pass the pass it's like i get it but i don't necessarily think that Palestine is really what defines me I think Palestine is what's built me. That's what my roots are, mm-hmm. but my branches are my personality that I get to grow on my own. Okay. Um, I like so I, I, like like I feel like a Palestinian is their own I'm olive tree. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was straight poetry. <laughs> it <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like those branches, like photography and art and right. climbing and being with friends and speaking. You know, being an entrepreneur is something right. that I recently put on there. I when I started I was more of a designer. Mm-hmm. I just saw clothing and I wanted it to come to life. But now I have to think about. What do the pally Rooters want? What do, um, how can I go about this? What kind of business strategy do you have to do? I'm doing marketing emails now. I'm doing campaigns. And this is something I never did. Like I had to learn myself. Um, Through trial, you know, from failing to succeeding, I think that's the beauty of running a business It's just never being afraid and just pulling the trigger and going for it. That's what it's about. I agree.
1: And I think when people can connect with you as an individual on like that personal level, I think they connect with your brand much more you know Mm -hmm. they're more willing to support anything that you do because you stand behind that
2: yeah i think give them two sides of the story you know there's like the palestine side my personal side it's just like i'm more so focused on uh, mental health and healing and um i think change starts within yourself and if i can enlighten someone to change how they think or change um their perspective, Mm -hmm. I think that's one step towards a peaceful world where we can all live in a world with no boundaries, no borders, no nothing. Like if I can change you and you can change this person, it's like a whole ripple effect. Everyone Mm -hmm. starts changing, political leaders are going down (laughs) and it's just like the new and young people are rising and just creating this whole empire. I think it's the people who will be the ones that makes this world a lot better.
1: If there was going to be a revolution, how would you see it happening?
2: Should I you? I really hope it's with love <laughs> and peace, but in the world that we live in, um,
1: it doesn't seem attainable. It's just, it just seems with like a fairy tale. Love and peace, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. That just doesn't seem
0: like the.
1: It seem like the immediate so, answer. It's the perfect solution it if is. it could work, but I yeah. just don't see I think it. It has
2: to be more than just love and peace. Because you're fighting
1: so much, like deep hatred for things. Yeah,
2: but you know what fights everything? Even let's put love and patience aside. Education. Mm, Someone who has true. a good head over just their shoulders aware. and they know what to say. They're educated. They know what's going on in the world. They know how to go about it. And they're just like overall just a brilliant person. I think you can conquer anything.
1: I was having a conversation with a friend, <clears throat> this is about two years ago. I was really trying to understand like the bottom line of racism. Mm. I just couldn't wrap my head around the um hey Siri. <laughs> I just couldn't wrap my head around the thought that somebody could, you know, be racist towards anybody in any fashion. And he broke it down to me. He just said, the only reason why there's still racism that still exists in today's climate is because the father teaches the son.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. it's when you grow up in, cause there's really no community out here unless you're like in the middle, in middle earth of like Kansas or Wyoming or wherever the fuck that nobody cares about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like nobody gives a shit about Kansas. Like, let's be honest. (laughs) There's a lot of bullshit that happens there. That was Iman coming out. I'm sorry yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, Kansas, you know, we still
2: love you. We don't. We really don't.
1: I don't. And um but but you know there's a lot of a lot of things a lot of perpetuated hate towards anybody of any color out there. And I think, you know, they the the father teaches the son kind of deal.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Right? So how
1: how is how do you stop that in in anything, you know, just with like with Trump in the wall. Like there's no reason why anybody should want that or like Palestine and Israel, all that stuff. Like
0: gosh, yeah. You know, it's, it's um, so deeply things. rooted that it's so hard. It really is. I don't I don't need an and, answer. No, it's yeah. Just, yeah. And nobody does, but like because there we don't know the answer, right? We don't know the solution necessarily. But she brought up a good point about education. It's just like if we're it's like being woke, right? I say that in air quotes because it's just like if you're aware, you know, I feel like there's obviously that population of The country who supported Trump or, you know, not to get in so much to politics, but like who support what he's doing for whatever reason. And there's the other side who just understand like that's fucking wrong. Right.
1: And when you're when you're on the side of that's fucking wrong,
0: you're like looking (laughs) at these people like, yeah,
1: how? How? How How does it? How? 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 It
0: doesn't make sense. But like you said, because it's something that's passed down um And taught. It's miseducation, fam- is what yes, it really yeah. is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, I've I've dealt with so much diversity in my life because, like, I don't like when people look at me; they don't know what I am. They can't put me in a box. Good. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've felt so like a big portion of my life, like I had to fit in a box to please other people. I would try to hang out with all the Filipino kids and all this shit. I went to seven different schools growing up. Like I never had like a solid group of friends who supported me, understood who I was. And I had a problem with my self-identity because for a good portion of my life, I wanted to be white because I was like, oh my God, I don't fit in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And-
1: Now you're like, thank God I'm not white. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we talked about this before. We actually talked about this in in your episode um, about how like- that sense of belonging and because, like, the, I don't know, just, like, the state of mind where we are now, I think we're growing rapidly into that state of awareness as a collective,
3: Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is
0: great because kind of like what you're saying, like, educating more people about, like, yo, like, this is not okay. Like, you know, something recently came to light about someone in our community being a complete asshole and harassing women.
1: Right. You know, so it's
0: just, like, you truly don't know people until – whatever they do in darkness comes to light and i feel like this is the darkness coming
2: into light mm-hmm. and that's
1: what i mean that's why it was good that trump got elected i shouldn't be yeah. saying it but it is it's, it, it, exactly. it puts a magnifying glass on every i that? never
2: really thought america was racist until trump came in yeah but it right. puts was a like, magnifying whoa, glass on like, everything dang. that's
1: wrong with the with the world and the country yeah, yeah. Exactly. and and now that we know the problem we know how to address it
2: exactly you know
0: so even though this is a tr- tragic time for our country i do believe there is a light at the end of the tunnel because here we are in the tunnel and it's like we don't know what's going to happen but at least we could we're we're all at least the ones who are aware can (laughs) safely say that like this is not okay and this needs to change and there are people coming to light like like just have you just noticed all the things that have come to surface, like the Bill Cosby situation, R. Kelly, R. Kelly like all of the things that were done in darkness are coming to light.
2: So, so I, f- people. you can gosh. never run away from your wrongdoings. <sighs> you can't exactly. It'll like, just, just stop doing them. <laughs> I'm like, they're so gonna surf. come out one way you know, or another.
0: And all the <clears> things <throat> that we currently know about our president that were not good, though he's still in office and shit, like. Something's going to happen. Whatever the revolution looks like, I think it's it's progressing and getting to the point where like, yo, like this is
2: this is kind of scary. This is it's. It was all a joke live at live once, it,
0: right? It was it was a joke, and it was just like, oh ha ha, he's never going to be president, and, and they oh, were like, shit. that's mm-hmm. weird. It
1: was and, bad, and the thing about like today, now that we have you know everybody's connected on this huge level, you know, it's yeah. like it's it's almost unfathomable back you know before the internet there were there were certain martyrs or whatever you want to call them you know certain people who stood up for what was right in my eyes and you know there was a select few of them we could name them right you have you know martin all all these people right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but now i genuinely feel like this generation is like i think it's going to take a whole mass scale of people that will eventually just be like you know what i'm tired of this shit
3: Absolutely. And I'm willing to
1: lay my life down on the line for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I hope that's what happens. You know, I don't... It's great that we can, you know, we can look back on all the leaders that we've had in, in the past and we can name them and we can put a face to a name and, you know, we can talk about their all their accomplishments, not negating any of that. Yep. But I think it's... This generation is going to be on a mass scale where you're not I going to be able what, to name right? everybody. No, you know you you're not going to be able to name everybody, and that's okay. It's it's all for one greater purpose.
2: Exactly. Oh, that gave me shivers. Exactly. I, I know. Was ready I'm, for like it. I'm, like, I'm like getting no. chills. I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's go. So even through all the chaos we're going through here, living as Americans, mm-hmm. uh, Palestinian American, Filipino American, yeah. and then White Palestinian American, um, there's chaos in our own country. Yeah. There's chaos in the world. But it's our duty as humans to be sane humans, to be woke humans, is to shift our perspectives. So Mm -hmm. we've talked about all these topics, Trump coming into presidency, um, all these people uh, who are really well-known committing crimes, sexual harassment, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. I think think what my perspective on it and how I can change myself to be still a very woke person, but a person who's genuinely happy being alive here because (laughs) this is your life. Right. and you only have one, and then the future life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Whatever you believe in, whether you yeah. think there's a future, and I believe, like, I respect you, that is your choice, whatever religion, necessity you come from, that is up to you, and I respect you, because I think that's a personal, sure, yeah. spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all, that's all you. That's all you. It speaks to you and only <clears> you. Um, but this life, the one that you're given here, the one that you have physical proof that yeah. you're here, yeah. is mind-boggling. And absolutely beautiful at the same time. So I cannot waste a single minute on my, of my life being stressed out. Mm. Like I have 60 potential years of living. And to think that I'm going to waste a 70, 70 60. 70. We'll just say I'm going to die early because of all <laughs> the workload. You have, good, you have good skin. You have good skin. You, good. you take but, care of yourself. So so we, we good. We all right. Yeah. <laughs> just like 70, my sixth cup of coffee. Minutes, <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa keeps pouring coffee. <laughs> um But... What I think is, I cannot spend a single millisecond of my life stressing about who is in presidency sure. and what is Bill Cosby doing and mm-hmm. what is this doing, what he's doing. There's just too much chaos. Like ah, that's what we we're talking about
1: in the lobby. If you yeah. if you start if you start to consume politics, you become it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it just you know, consumes. There's no point of even
1: uh, filling your mind with any of it. Yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, like, like I've been saying like this. And if you yeah. don't like the rules, don't follow them. Don't change them.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I'm not gonna follow the law. I just don't agree with it. Yeah. I'm not yeah, gonna he go around
2: him. without a on. Okay,
1: we well, don't gotta do all that. <laughs> you know, like, like, but really, if you uh, if you don't like the law, don't follow it. If you don't agree yeah. with it, don't follow it.
2: Yeah, Very true. Just it's free will. You. Yeah. The one thing that makes humans go crazy is the inability to speak, act, and think without hindrance or restraint. Mm-hmm. That's what the word huriya means, and that's a word that I really, really like. I love that word so much that I turned it into a Pally Roots collection. It's they called Huria. collection. I, yeah, yeah I remember, the yeah. collection, which means freedom. And you release that right?
1: like whenever we. we re- no,
2: ahead. we didn't really. I released it in uh, October. October, this September, past- this past October. Oh, okay. So it was pretty recent. I don't think I was on that other it podcast. Wasn't? No. But I Maybe think I was speaking on it. it. Maybe yeah. I just really loved that word that it's really maybe it's yeah. Yeah, manifested it, it. Yeah, exactly. yeah somewhere somewhere it's in the brainwave it. was happening
1: by the way your fabrics are incredible
0: <laughs> yo I was just telling her the shirt that I have um, the know your roots tee like yo I wear that Oh, just it's comfy. Leaf. it's like the comfiest fucking shirt ever.
2: Dude, it's it's style and comfort. You that's why quality. we're a street And that's the
0: thing too. Oh I think I like, studied
2: many years about mm-hmm. just fabric quality. Like if it's it, if amazing. it's something I don't like to wear, I won't sell it.
1: I know I almost bought one of them until I realized it was a woman's um I'm not joking. <laughs> Which one it was, uh, what did you you <laughs> It was you the buy? one with the diamond stitching. You know what I'm talking about? Like the gray, uh, it came like gray is and white. Is Mm hmm.
2: Oh, no, that's unisex. Is it? Our entire line is unisex. Oh, I've
1: seen like the pictures I've seen with like a girl oh, wearing women. it. Oh, <laughs> let me tell
2: you why we have too many women models. Men got don't it. like modeling in, we our, have community, one right here. in our community. Don't do that. <laughs> in our community, if you're interested, like literally our community, like oh, men, men are like really weird about being models because they want no, to be engineers. Got right I and got you. Know? I got you. Yeah. All right, we He's got a new model. model on our team. We're ready for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a you know, summer 2019. Line. Summer. We're, we we we, <laughs> get, we going in the dancing?
1: Hollywood Haraya collection. No, <laughs> I see cool. you, Do it. Do it. I will
2: Go. help you grow, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. It's all about love. You know, there's one thing about Palestinians or Middle Easterns too that I really want to touch upon is that. So for all the Palestinians are listening to this, work together work together not against each other because sure. i've seen too many in the community um, there's other palestinian brands are out there by the way mm. um and what i do is when we go to these shows i go and buy from every single one of them
1: absolutely i, I have to yeah.
2: i have to represent myself i have to represent my ethic my morals but most importantly i have to re- um i have to show people that here at pali roots it's not about competition we're we're all here doing the same it's one cause common goal. we're mm-hmm. all yeah. yeah we're all here trying to fight for palestine why do i have to go against <clears throat> you why do i have to envy you like there's some brands that are out there that are like blocked us and you know and i'm just mm. like come yeah, she, on like don't do this we need to work together because revolution starts by not just one mind yeah. but it starts by many minds
1: i think that's my what it is. my pin tweet right now is um support <laughs> the artists you enjoy they won't be artists anymore Ooh. You know? kind of goes with that grain. Ooh. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
1: It's true. That was good. It's true.
0: And it's always that, like, collaboration over competition mindset, you know? Yeah.
3: Like,
0: if we're all, like, I've seen so many, like, different podcasts, collectives, groups pop up.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's great. <clears throat> and then, like, but it's, like, the second that you don't feel welcome to one of them, it's just, like, okay, this is kind of weird. You know? Yeah. Like, I thought we're all, like, trying to do, like, we're all trying to achieve the same goal. Build more community. Like, just connect with more, like, minds and just, like, work on dope shit together, right? Like, what...
2: Create events. Like, make it worldwide. Like, dude, Mm -hmm. where where I see Pally Roots, like, I would say six years from now, I can't even, like, put it to words. I'm a big dreamer. I dream huge. You have to. Like, if Mm -hmm. I'm not the next Shark Tank, I don't want to keep going. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I want to be an investor in my life. But more than that, like, I think Pally Roots is going to be the real reason why... People are going to be a lot more aware of what's happening with Palestine.
1: What is your end goal? My end goal. Yeah, if you could, if if you could have everything perfect, like if you could see Pally Roots all the way through, mm-hmm. right now, right where now? would you be?
2: Well, let's let's put it this: I want it to be worldwide. I want as right now we offer shipping to everybody around, mm-hmm. so everyone has the opportunity to represent Palestine. But what I think Pally Roots' the biggest mission is: I don't necessarily think we're going to be the reason why we free Palestine. Sure. I think it's going to be a much I think it's going to be the people in our community who are going to free it together. You know what I'm saying? Um, everyone that's a part of this community right now is going to make a really big impact in people's lives. Like right now, we've donated $250,000, donated and raised to kids in Gaza. That is ridiculous. That's a huge... That
1: you even have that mm-hmm. backing. Just yep. a, a brand yeah. that started two and a half years ago. And that's what I ago. meant by the organization. You, know, yeah. you have to have a serious set of skills to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? it's a movement. Yeah. It's a
2: movement. So, we used to call ourselves a Palestinian streetwear brand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, Hussein? I think there's something bigger here. Absolutely. We're not just a, about clothing. Like, people are learning more about their roots and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. I think we're a movement. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're a peaceful movement. So, we called ourselves the Palestine movement. Our movement is to. It's direct. It's just to direct and to inspire and to push people to work together, to push Palestinians and people who are pro-Palestinian. Like, we've got people in our community married to one another. Yeah. Weird. Weird. But we've got people who, <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, all right. Like, they met, they met at the convention because of Paladin. Oh, oh and they
1: met through
2: Yo, through Yo, Pal- So I was like, we should do a dating I'm app. i going to the
1: next convention. <laughs> and you're going to find your wife. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot yeah. of girls out there.
0: Uh-oh. Very beautiful. I think you're ready for that. First, you're going to model, and then you're going to find your wife. <laughs>
1: It's got to yeah. be organic for me. I so think.
2: this is an open invitation to all the palli Readers to attend in wedding very soon. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole line. A whole candy. Candy. I know, right? You should just have your own booth. Yeah. <laughs> you have your own booth. Hollywood Iman.
1: <laughs> I went to a wedding when I was in Jordan. It's insane. Insane.
2: Oh, my God. Oh I'm happy. That's how I was going to ask you if you went to one.
1: I did. And it was it it, it changed perspective on parties for me. I'm like, <laughs> we aren't doing anything right here.
0: Damn, for
2: real? Oh, oh yeah. dude. Tell it's, me more.
1: It's insane.
2: How do you... Did you do Depka? No, I can No. Did you... Uh, like, you watch them, I watched them, no. them. Dude, it's, like, this really integrative, There's,
1: like, footwork. You could have, like, like, 30 people doing it. The same thing. Like, the in exact, Like, yeah.
2: Like, the same dance? The same... The same mood. At the same,
1: same time, so, like... Are you serious? It's, it's like, like the Jabbawockees. Is it just like,
0: built into them? Like, <laughs> do you guys just... Is it, like, innate?
1: Well, that's when they're born. They it? can actually come out doing it.
0: Yeah. Ah! <laughs> makes
2: sense. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I approve that message
1: because <laughs> it's so true. It's a rite of passage.
2: It's just, it's fun. And then I don't know if you ever know what the meaning of Depka was, but back before civilization actually started building homes, um, Palestinians would lay out hay and, 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 and mud laid out. And in order for them to compress the wow. roof, they would step over it and they would sing a song, <laughs> which means come and help. Come and help do this together. That 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 song teaches us to work together. Damn. And by the time everybody stomped on the roof and they were doing that sync dance, picked up the roof and they started to make roofs.
1: That is insane.
2: Wow. Yep. And that's something it's I recently over learned. the years. Yeah. See, that's like Palestinians don't even know that. Like I yeah. can go up to Cape, like, what city are you from? They're like, Oh no. And I'm like, No. Yeah. What are your parents teaching you? Yeah. Like they have to teach you, like you said. The father teaches the son. Yeah. It is our duty as Palestinians to teach our kids too, mm-hmm. hands down, mm-hmm. and teach ourselves first. That's the biggest part. Right. Um, so, yeah, Palestine, Pali Roots is a movement, and I'm really happy that you guys can be a part of it, even though you guys are not rooted from Palestine necessarily, kind of-ish, sure, yeah. I'm in. So, <laughs> um. Ish ish no no he officially is (laughs) take take that back he is he is Palestinian even if you have a drop of Palestine in you you're still Palestinian but even if you carry Palestine in your heart you're still Palestinian that's what it is my father was born in
1: Palestine so he grew up until they had to go to Saudi yeah and then then it was like I would never want to live there personally I have family live there and it's like a little too hectic for me yeah
2: it's a little hectic it's a a really crazy culture shock in Saudi um but I think, I don't know, I think everywhere in the world you have to, I don't think home is necessarily a place. I think mm. it's a place where you could feel like yourself. I don't know if you guys watched that video, but um, for the Haria Collection Part 2, we created a series, basically. Um, the first series was leaving Chicago to go to Palestine, and it, the video ended. Were you guys yeah. on a plane? No, 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 we or weren't on a,
1: on a train or something like that. You it was on something. a train. Yeah, yeah. That one. that was a fly little. Yeah. Those videos, the content you guys Cause you put were wearing. Up. You were wearing like Sand the whole shoots. collection, right? Wearing the whole collection. I remember watching that. That was so yeah, fly. Yeah, it was dope. Who and shot then that? Brother,
2: right? Yeah, his name is Sanchoots. My brother's name is Hassan. He's 18 years old.
1: The guy that shot that? Yep. Where's he from? Chicago?
2: He's my brother. He's from San Diego.
0: Dude, her family he is stays just
2: so talented. Here? Yeah, he people. stays out here. Oh, we should put him on. What? If you guys want to, he's. A, I know. I want to have a convo with your brother. With yeah. Your
0: sister, but
1: Tell everybody. me, like, She's my like, whole let's just family is right now. We'll like... go over <laughs> his rates and like we'll get him some clients. Yeah. He it, yeah
2: okay. He's course. ready for. It. I yeah. have him booked though, like all the way up until That's fine. March. You, oh, he's on retainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have but, like but, no, no, no. You can do it. But the thing is, I, I when we went to Palestine, we did a travel Palestine series. So, we basically have six seasons. Each one is different cities. Mm-hmm. And in each one of them has places in Palestine. So, for example, we've visited the Nablus Soap Factory, mm-hmm. the oldest factory in the world we've, um, that produces soap. They were actually the first company that invented the idea of putting soap in a bar form, like that old. 1611 is when that company started. 1611? Oh, 1611. 1611. It's still running till today. Same so we building. Did same building like passed on to generations, wow. same family name, like crazy, crazy. Um, the infrastructure on inf- that is ridiculous. Oh, do the photos and the videos in there, we went ballistic. Um, but we did basically a documentary about it. People don't know about it, that it was 1611. Yeah. I'm like, what? Um, we went to the last standing kufiya manufacturer in, ha- in Al Khalil, Palestine. Um, basically, this place is like just the most controversial, most like the occupation like lives there. I'm saying like, here's Al Khalil, which is known as Hebron too, but I say Al-Khalil because that's the proper name mm-hmm. of that city. And I don't want that word to be erased. Why, that like, means. that word needs to live on. Mm. Um, but basically, there's settlements, like seven settlements, in this little tiny space with Palestinians. And they're just fighting each other. And I'm just there, like yeah. <laughs> like, freaking out, just yeah. making sure everything's okay. <laughs> but it's just like you're walking in the streets with people who don't like you and it's like same sides both sides they just don't like each other and i'm like why can't we just like live together what
1: can you throw hands
2: can i throw hands oh i can throw hands no No? (laughs) can't throw hands my parents (laughs) raised me as like a little (laughs) i can climb walls though. that's that's all all i can do
1: (laughs) i'll get you farther in life than throwing hands
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Man, <laughs> I don't know. Or Has, I would ever, love to take you guys to Palestine and just to see it for one in, like I I'll cannot go. explain yeah. to you the feeling of being there. I mean, I tried to do it as close as I can with that video part 2, but it's just like even I look at it I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't it doesn't grab it." I'm like, "I need to find a way to grab it more. I want people to experience it." Yeah. Um it's a whole different environment. It's beautiful. Just the way it's it's beautiful. Like it, imagine in the morning like just like if you close your eyes you wake up and you just smell very fresh bread being cooked downstairs, baked by your grandmother. And the smell is seeping through the screen and you can see the sun coming in from the the curtains and the chickens are clucking and your grandma comes upstairs and gives you the sweetest coffee. I'm like, how much sugar did you put in this coffee? Literally, Palestinians love their coffee, not just sweet, like not just extra sweet, like really, really sweet, like, like more, diabetic, diabetic su- mo- sweet. Oh. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and I'm just like, thank you, Shukran Siti, Shukran. That's why I call my grandma Siti, which means great. Yeah. Siti Sito.
1: Siti and you know, Siti. Siti and Siti.
2: Yeah. yeah, you already know. So, um, it's just like that feeling is something I wish everybody can experience, and that's why I'm so passionate about Palestinian getting
1: equal rights. You know, you just had to say what's up. It's like medium. Mm-hmm. Don't get like the the regular shit. Go for coffee yeah what's up right like,
2: is what's that up? <laughs> what's, up? What, what's up yeah what's, what's up? That yeah, means yeah. Just like yeah like, like half like okay. half yeah
1: because it's it is sweet
2: It yeah. is it's really sweet like it'll wake you up i think i had like okay by the way when you go shopping in the city called ramallah or in any store you go to you walk in they give you a cup of coffee every wow. store you go to so by the time i'm done shopping i've had like six cup of coffees I'm, You've bought everything, and you bought <laughs> everything, <laughs> and it's just like a nightmare because you have no idea how to get back home because you're shivering and you can't even talk. <laughs>
1: you're <laughs> you're like, sweating,
2: and you're sweaty. You can like,
1: smoke anywhere in the middle like oh, literally you can smoke in restaurants you can smoke in hospitals
2: yeah oh, wow. I'm, not I'm not
1: joking i'm not joking bro the
2: craziest culture shock i'd be working a coffee shop someone's sticker i'm like is someone smoking in here you can smoke i'm like anywhere. what anywhere yeah. you want to smoke you can smoke anywhere that's crazy it's crazy and something i really want to change because <laughs> i don't think that's okay
1: yeah no, <laughs> you know what it, i'm saying Yeah. so it's They're like heavy like i said I go to
2: there's one thing that Really struck out to me when I was in Palestine. So I um, I made some friends there, and mm. their name is uh, their their organization is called SkatePal. They're mm. basically a European NGO that builds skate parks in Palestine. What super rad!
1: Is there like a market, like a culture for that there?
2: No, but they've made it a culture. And that's the coolest that's thing. Even cooler, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, if you guys wow. want to get Skate Pal on here, shout out Charlie and Theo. You guys are awesome. <laughs> but any of you met them, and it was just like these people from Denmark, and you can tell they're not from Palestine. Sure. But from Denmark, Sweden, um, from like just different parts of the in, Denmark in, is in, where I want to yeah, like retire. Exactly. Ooh, Ireland, Theo. too. I think Charlie's from Ireland.
1: Copenhagen. But
2: yeah. dude, really cool people that, and, and I think European countries are a lot more pal- pro Palestinian than America, hands down. Like, look at There's Ireland.
1: There's a fear uh, in America for some reason. There, yeah, There's just miseducation, like you guys yeah. said.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: just educating people and really yeah, having the them worst. understand. It's just so hard because I haven't met a racist person in my life. What? I've never met a racist person in my life. Really? Nope. Jeez. And that's something I'm just like, oh my god! I mean, I mean, if we're talking about like going to, going to Palestine and seeing the conflict, like obviously they're racist against Palestinians. But in America, you've never met a I've racist. I've never person? met a
1: racist person in my life. I'll take you back where I'm from. Yeah, you
2: want to <laughs> yeah. go? I don't know. The thing is, in, in my, when I was in high school, um, I didn't really like. I would say, I mean, I really didn't know why I was mistreated other than mm. me wearing the headscarf and stuff. But uh, I've always been a person that's always just wanted to be by myself yeah. to begin with. Mm. Like, I would eat lunch in the art room. Like, that was my place. That was yeah. my safe haven. haven. And it's just like, I never really got to see that. I never had anyone be racist to me or racist mm. to my mom. Like, whenever, whatever whatever happens, like, the Muslim ban that's happened and stuff. Like, people here in San Diego are really cool. Like,
1: I agree with they that. would come yeah. and they're
2: like, oh, I ho- do you need anything? Like, tell my mom, are you okay? My mom's like... Yeah, what's going on <laughs> Like yeah. my, mom, my mom doesn't watch the news yeah. so she has no idea what's really going on she's like what's what's happening why is everybody asking me this question and it's just like i think san diego is the closest thing to heaven
1: i actually oh. I, I stand by that as well it's i've never been thing. to another place inside closest. of america at least where i would i would pick over san diego yeah
2: san diego just has like i, I don't mean. know i just had it has that community yeah. it has that great
1: coffee there's a whole vibe mm-hmm. about it yeah. it's great just like coffee. people are so inspired out here yeah. like, so willing to true. go
2: get it dude I, I watch a lot of Shark Tank like I don't know why I'm obsessed with that thing like it inspires me because I think of one product stuff but every person that goes on there I, I would say like 50% is from San Diego and they got invested every single one is from San Diego and they the like,
1: happiest too yeah they're, they're like, the hey, happiest hey sharks
2: Hey, Sharks, I like to skateboard and surf. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love San Diego. The worst episodes them. are
1: the sympathy ones where they like start crying and then like the Sharks are like... Because they don't God, care. you know yeah. the They're like, listen, what like, you do is yeah, crying like, again.
2: Like, you're like <laughs> the
1: third person this week. You know kind of thing? Need yeah, this yeah. right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, anyways, enough Shark Tank. <laughs> I think I'm tired of it. Um, I don't know. I think there's a learning curve for everything. And... Um, I think what we could take the most from this entire like, entire podcast is that um, to sustain a happy life is to just always shape, uh, uh, shape up your perspectives and see things from a different light. To have empathy, I think the, one, the root of every problem in this world, I'm saying every problem in this world, is the inability for humans to have empathy. Because mm-hmm. if we all put ourselves in someone else's shoes before we say something or do something, we would never do it hands down
1: yeah. no i agree with hands that. down it's yeah. like I'm guilty of that uh-huh. of not having empathy sometimes
2: it's not that you don't have to be perfect though yeah, yeah. but it's just a matter of learning how to slowly stop yourself and think for a second i think we all jump too fast we live in a life where I mean, time is always slipping out of our fingers right. like it's already it's already 2019 yeah. i'm like what I'm like, right? i didn't even have time to breathe 2018 no. <laughs> i'm like how do we get here so i think time is really a battle um, and we like to jump to things too fast, but I think if we just learn how to breathe and just think before we do something, I think this world would really shape into something beautiful. And I always like to look at um, space videos. I love space videos. Just to think that we like are literally like, like space, like, like outer space, like space. Like mm. I, I've been studying um, astrology with my dad, and like I look out, my God, like, oh, there's Gemini, mm. there's Orion, there's blah blah blah, and it's really fascinating to like look at it. And then I'm just like. We humans here are fighting over this little speck of dust. Mm-hmm. This little tiny speck of the dust. The winner
1: can't even keep it. I'm like, <laughs> <You know? laughs> we, yeah. we can't even maintain yeah. this little <laughs> thing.
2: I'm like, we are light years away from other planets that could be, like, living. You oh, know, know what I'm saying? Like, definitely and like are. It's planet. just crazy. It's just crazy. And to think that, like, oh, like, you know, we landed in the moon and we haven't gone back since. Like, Why? Thank you very <laughs> much. There you go. That's the answer. Because all my life, I thought we did. All my life, I thought, like, you know, America's the greatest because we went to the moon. We just wanted to be everybody. And I was there. just like, it was a space race the entire yeah. time, and it was rigged in Hollywood. Ta-da. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't say that I think it's fake or not fake, but I can say I'm not convinced. Mm. So
1: I, I wasn't convinced whenever, like, the... Uh the flag was, like, wind, you know, like, the wind. Oh. Yeah, I was could, like, where?
0: There's no way that flag would, like, stay planted there. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
1: they're like, like well, the Well, it was, like, blowing in the wind.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, they didn't I think that I see that, that and then there's people that are like, oh, look, you can zoom into the moon and see the footprints of, the, of the, like, the astronauts, yeah, and, and I'm just like, that. and I'm just like, maybe it's a rock that kind of, like, I don't Not know. No, like that, but, you, like, I mean,
1: we've seen Transformers, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh they God. can kind of <laughs> do anything. It doesn't, yeah. you know. I don't
2: know. So I think we Damn, live in a world yeah. of like really, really scary things and there's something big mm-hmm. coming, but we have to stick together. Yeah. We have yeah, to I stick agree. together. Absolutely like Zet Zatar. <laughs> <Just. laughs> that's what we gotta do. Zet and Zatar, we gotta stick together. You know how like they have like what is what is a uh, comment stick together like peanut butter and jelly? Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I say <laughs> zet and zatar because that's like the Palestinian thing. Zet and Zatar always comes together. And dude. You guys need to come to my house. We just got a whole load of fresh olives oh, that my girl. grandma sent, and they were oh, the ones that I, she sent them. They're they're from the batch that when I went to Palestine a few months ago, I picked those from the trees. Aww. So everything that I picked is here, and I'm really wow. excited. Yeah, I'm really that's excited. So cool.
0: Did you yeah.
1: ever have a dish called mansif? Mansaf? Yeah.
2: Mansaf. Okay, I used to eat it because now it's like meat. I stopped eating meat like some months ago, but mansaf is where it's at. All right. You don't like it? You're not a yogurt person.
1: It was like a okay so let me i, I don't know i don't know if i like, told you hey, this story right but i don't actually don't want to tell it cuz i think it's disgusting
2: <laughs> Oh my god
1: separately it was great right but you have god knows how many people standing around this like fucking enormous plate like it's like a hula it's like a hula hoop it's plate, called a right? siddid
3: it's called a, a siddid
1: plate <laughs> it's a hula hoop sized plate right and there's just a bed it's of, that big. there's just a bed of rice like uh, like you know it's like, like half a foot high Mm -hmm. and then there's a dead baby lamb just on top of all the rice, right? That's fine. (laughs) I don't have a problem with that.
2: (laughs) You don't have a problem with the lamb. I don't don't care about (laughs) any of that, right? Yeah.
1: It was all great. Like, the lamb tasted great. I don't care about all that. I'm not vegan. (laughs) But you stand there, right, and you put one one hand behind your back, and then you eat it with your hands.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Still fine. Don't have a problem with it. But they take this hot-ass yogurt, and they pour it all over this rice. Like, you don't dip anything. They just pour it you're everywhere, like, and you just grab it. And like people, like there's like yogurt, like dripping, dripping out like, of hands. It's definitely a messy thing. And in that culture, thing. right, like they want you to eat, so they're like picking things up and like putting it over, like on your plate, with like mm-hmm. this hot ass yogurt. Like I was like, uh
2: oh <laughs> huh,
1: and it's, you can't say no. Yeah.
2: You can't. Oh, you cannot say no. They you will gotta, force eat it. feed
1: you. Like, it's but you want
2: to know why people eat with their hands in the Middle East? There's actually a scientific it's, thing behind it. It's the enzymes in your hand helps break down the food in your stomach. I understand. I don't that. even mind the
1: hand part. It's I just the did, yogurt. It, it, like dri- it's the yogurt. Yeah, I was like, nah, like the I'm yo- out. The yogurt You're is really yeah. weird. It's like
2: the crevices. Yeah, it's out. a just messy. Like- He's like a mouth. <laughs> Do we have <laughs> makluba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah makluba. Yeah. You had okay. Um, so-
1: what's the cheese? Halloumi. No, that's halloumi is so good. Halloumi is so good. But it's the it's the dessert.
2: Oh, Chnafa?
1: Yeah, Knafa, yeah. No, Chnafa. Chnafa?
2: Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Listen, the most controversial topic I thought it was in the Palestinian world is that, is it Knafa or is it Chnafa?
1: I was I'm a Chnafa girl. You're Knafa. Okay, so okay let me, the let
2: me, oh, yeah. so they fight over that. For real? Whether it's Knafa or Chnafa, let me tell you why. So Knafa is like, it's, mo, it's, it's common. I think it's more common than Chnafa. But the reason why I say Chnafa is I come from a background called Fallahi, which means the villagers or mm-hmm. the farmers. So my village, I'm from Turmus Aaya, and we're known to be Fallahi. We're villagers. We like, um, we're, really, um, we're known for fricha, which is this type of soup that's super high in protein mm-hmm. and fibers and stuff. But we speak with the cha. So we go like, instead of saying like kefek we mm. say chifak with the cha uh, and people okay. hate it because they say it's the redneck of Palestine <laughs> like the they literally call yeah. us the redneck of Palestine and i'm like redneck i'm like oh the falahi is what started in Palestine you know what i'm saying that's where the roots began. so, so i like, say,
1: say is a chief
2: halak oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah or we say that's a that's a tongue twister
0: oh wow yeah that's a that's a
2: crazy <laughs> tongue twister it's like a chat but do you do
1: that with anything that has a k in it
2: Anything with a k- basically. So you can give me a K word, I'll put in a chat. <laughs> so we say wow. chnafa. Okay. So that's a controversy, mm-hmm. knafa and chnafa. This is a dessert? Yeah, so which side are you on, knafa or chnafa? I don't know.
1: Pick her side, it's only, it's, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. a she guest. She picked my side? It's a she's a guest, she's a guest, <laughs> I'll take the L. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see that, you see? Yeah, so chnafa or knafa, chnafa. okay, I'll be fair, is basically this really delicious goat, goat cheese with seminilla and butter not
1: salmonella not, not salmonella yeah, not okay salmonella. i was like no Yo, <laughs> you're gonna put some disease
2: up in dessert Sim- <laughs> semonella i don't know i have like a spanish accent so i don't know Se- Some. i don't know that's a it's like it's not a spice spanish. it's like the it's like st- an herb it's like a no herb. it's not a herb it's like a it's like a pastry kind of stuff
1: well it's like a so there's like herbs and there's like this like sugary crust on the outside yeah
2: okay and you it's drenched in this like is that as big as a hula
1: hoop no, no 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 oh, damn it.
2: sometimes it's big well, as a hula it, like, <laughs> you, you don't eat you get that. a piece okay. yeah. <laughs> it's not in a hula hoop but
1: the catch is like people in the like people in like Amana, or wherever like in the they don't sleep they probably mm-hmm. get like two hours of sleep at night so how my every i swear to god strike me down if I'm lying. How every day went is I woke up at like eight o'clock, seven thirty, eight o'clock. I went to my grandparents' house. I ate breakfast. I wasn't hungry. <laughs> and then, you know, we just like kinda of shoot the shit for a couple of hours and then we go do whatever we were doing throughout the day. And then we go have like lunch, still wasn't hungry. And then we go have dinner and still wasn't hungry. And then after dinner you would go to the hookah shop, you know, go to the hookah lounge until like three thirty, four in the morning. You'd stay there for like five hours and just drink like you know gahol, like, like yeah, gahua. Gahua. yeah, yeah, just Turkish coffee all night. So like your heart's like, you know, you're sweating just sitting Damn. down <laughs> and you're smoking shisha, and uh, and then after that it'd be like 4:30, 5 o'clock in the morning, and and then then you'd go go get dessert. Yeah. And then Sheffa. you literally wake back up at 8 o'clock and do it Sorry all over again.
2: again. Every day, same wow. thing. It is literally. I gained
1: 15 pounds in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. Like I, don't doubt I it. came back and I didn't eat for three days.
2: Yeah, you would get stuffed. to I wouldn't the trade it for the world. I
1: loved every minute of it. But yeah. damn, like it, I couldn't. It's hard. It's tough. But to don't keep you up. just love it? Yeah, like at people, the same
2: time, it's just like.
1: And here's the thing about that, like, my grandfather, like he he's an ill man, so like he can't really do a whole lot all the time. Like he, I mean, he's like still strong, but you know, he has a hard time getting out of the chair and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So you know, there'd be like. Probably like 15 of us in a room you know like in like the terrace of where my grandparents stay and like he would like like as soon as he grabbed his arm like his arm the arm of the chair all 15 people would be up trying to help him up mm. and it's oh. it's it's the thing that i look for in like a girlfriend and this, I, I probably shouldn't be saying this on the podcast but fuck it. but like the one <laughs> thing like, you. like like you know <laughs> like, the, like, like the one thing that i expect out of somebody because i i'm that way is not necessarily know what I what I need before like I do, but like I'm I like to anticipate what somebody needs. Like if I see you're about to sneeze, I'm grabbing a Kleenex. Yeah, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like that's like what kind of, I think defines that culture. They
2: teach you the form of respect and love in a really crazy way. Yeah, really okay. Like Palestinians or like Middle Easterns in general, Jordanians, Saudi Arabians, wherever you're from, they have a really big thing about just like being aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. as much as possible. Always. As much as possible. So if there's like like you said, your grandpa's standing up, you gotta go quick. Mm-hmm. Like if my dad walks in the house, I'm up on my feet saying hi to him yeah. fast. Fast. Yeah. And it's not even because like I have to respect him in this. It's just the amount of love I have for my dad. Like that's my form of showing him that I love him that much. That even mm-hmm. even I'm taking a mid bite, I'm up on my feet.
1: Yeah. Drop what you're doing. And then just
2: what I'm doing. That's it. Um and that's just like our culture teaches us teaches us a lot, and I think it's um, I think it's something I forever want to hang on to, and I want my kids to hold it. I want every all my friends, all my peers, to have it and to learn about it because we come from a world, um, especially a country that doesn't really have a culture really, and um, there's something that, that struck to me a few days ago that I completely forgot what the quote was, but it was something along the lines of, um. We come to a, a, like a culture where it's all about me, but originally you're from a culture about we. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this this like this country's like, I I I my Instagram my this my this my <laughs> coffee my this my this, and in other countries, especially my country, it's we. Yeah. It's like we this we do this we do here we go here. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh who's around me. So I think it's really important to remember your roots and where you come from and what it's taught in you. I hope, like, through this podcast, you will learn learn a lot more about your Filipino background because there is some beautiful things behind Philippine. Like, just oh, the man. culture behind yeah. it. Yeah, when just you're talking beautiful. about,
0: like, eating with your hands, um, the hospitality that Filipinos have. They have that. And,
1: and lumpia. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: What's that? Oh,
1: you my. never had
0: lumpia? It's basically like our version of egg rolls. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: it's the, it's one of the greatest in the really? world. Yeah, lumpia. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna have meat. to go. She's not there's, talking there's, it up enough. Veggie, but, um, I'll have to go with the veggie option. I'm probably the only Palestinian that's vegetarian.
1: Yeah. Shock. When did you make that transition?
2: Like seven, eight months ago. Is it worth it? I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it. But when I went to Palestine, it was like straight hummus and falafel. I I thought I was gonna die.
1: The like best I was in bloated. The world.
2: I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. No, you want the best hummus in the world? Mesarim and Ramallah. Really? Oh my god. You my, and then, My grandma this. though, she makes She's like my my grandma. <laughs> my grandma. <laughs> Listen, I I get it. I get it. I won't even I won't even convince you. You can't compete with anybody's grandma, yeah. okay? Yeah. Like, no.
1: <laughs> There's so much bread in that diet, it's like
2: Oh, it's straight bread. It's
1: <gasps> breakfast, yeah. It's breakfast What's
2: your grandma's dinner. name? <laughs> it, it's Or sitta Huh? Just Siti?
1: No, that's not her name. I'm trying to remember it, honestly. Really? I feel horrible right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's okay. There's always a way to learn, right? So I yeah, think I've always
1: just called call him Siti and Siti. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Always. Like, always. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometime, like, some of my else. uncle's yeah. names, his name is Amwon. I'm like, yeah.
2: what is his name? What is his name? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, we call them that name. Yeah, oh, that makes sense, and I've you don't always. really see your your parents too twice. often. Yeah, yeah. You're six, yeah. Yeah, and it's force. a long distance, man. Fourteen hours is I not know a gnarly it. trip.
1: I know her hours. name. I just don't know why I can't remember it.
0: Get edited in. Now, yeah. No.
1: Now I'm thinking yeah. about it. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, it's, Google. Oh, it's, it's Fatima. 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 Yeah, Fatima. Right, and Fatsman. my grandfather's name is Yusuf.
2: Fatima Yusuf. Yeah. There you go. Fatima Yusuf. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> say yeah.
1: Like I damn. I don't. I honestly don't know everybody's
2: name. I yeah, are you the first child from your like your family
1: in America? Is that
2: like no, no, like your dad, right? And your mom, are you the oldest?
1: I'm the only, which is weird. Oh, really? That's My very dad has interesting. Like nine brothers and sisters, yeah, yeah, and I'm the only child. I think I was a handful,
2: yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. <laughs> Listen yeah. to episode done.
1: two if
0: you want to hear about it. <laughs>
2: <Just kidding>. Done, <laughs> that's interesting. That's yeah. crazy because, um. Like, and I feel like it's only my village. My village is like super strict. Don Masaya is like, mm-hmm. has very, like, culture is like above everything. Sometimes it's a bit too much. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I, I find reason in everything. And mm-hmm. if I find reason in it, I follow it. Yeah, of course. Um, sometimes in the culture, it's like, all right. But what I believe is like, what we do in our culture is that if my dad is the oldest son in the family, mm-hmm. and he gets a boy and a girl, he has to name the first two boy and girl after his parents. Yeah, so my, my name is Amina. My name is
1: insane. Yeah. Yeah.
2: What's What's your real name? Leak, oh, geez, leak, yeah. leak.
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna say all of it because it's just it so long. Is yeah, it Ayman? Yes, Ayman, Basam, Yusuf, Mohammed, and then that's what I was telling you earlier. Like my last name isn't actually my last name. Oh, that's right. So technically, is Ayman, Basam, Yusuf, Mohammed,
2: and then it like just my yeah, it
1: just keeps going until like you get to the very end, and this uh, is Jabir Rahman. Really? Yeah. My what? my all of my family's name is Jabir.
2: Javed, okay. Then, so Ayman. So I realized when I checked your name, it was like a little bit different because usually a- Ayman is Ay. Yeah, my dad,
1: I think. Of, well, B-I. actually, yeah, it's Americanized.
2: No, but I like yeah. it. I, I think it's really cool. I was named really
1: after cool my uncle Ayman, and um, he, he spells his name Ayman.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's so different seeing someone that's half Palestinian, half Caucasian, and just like really understanding. I don't know
1: why he did it that way, actually. It's. I I've think it's asked. creative.
2: Maybe he's a very creative individual. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's cool a good question. It's a cool spelling. It's the first time I've seen it like that. Really? So that's why I was like, Ian, I was like, no, okay, it's Ayman, but I'm so used to Ayman is A-Y. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the way I pronounce it is super Americanized, too. But people just don't, like... My dad's always called me Ayman. Ayman. Yeah, Ayman. It's easy. Ayman. yeah. It's easy. I feel it. Like but when I go to Starbucks, like my name's E. I'm not even yeah. going to get into it. <laughs> it's You he. know? Like, it's just... <laughs> I've gotten the craziest, like, written on your cup, like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense.
2: I'm just straight up Mina, you can't, can because you know? yeah. if I go, like, Amina, and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. okay, Mina. Not We're that just difficult, go this but way. we'll
1: just keep it simple.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa. I see, you, I see Alyssa. No,
0: it's pretty bad. It's <laughs> Alicia? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, or Melissa. Oh, Melissa? Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I can see that.
1: It's a lot. Over the intercom system.
0: Like, oh... What's your name? I'm Melissa, And they're like, oh, Melissa. No.
1: I'm
2: like, I'm okay. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> we'll leave it that way. Yeah. Well, Palestine rules. <laughs> <It> is. Palestine <laughs> Great is Great ending dope. there. <laughs> Palestine rules, you guys. We <laughs> could Palestine drop these rules. mics. Would, I know, so, yeah. right? That's it. Don't, we could not, drop this
1: yeah. mics. <laughs> do not drop them. It's, they're, they're resilient. you got to ask her your question.
0: <clears throat> I know. So before we wrap up, we have a few questions. Okay. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give to aspiring creatives, entrepreneurs, people who look up to you?
3: Hmm.
1: No pressure. No, I already <laughs> know. Yeah.
2: I already know. So one thing that I tell myself if I'm feeling un- uninspired or just like just like agitated with everything I'm doing, I always tell myself that someone is working harder than me. Mm. Every time. I'm a very competitive person.
1: Are you? Oh, yeah. You don't seem like that. I don't.
2: Inside. I'm competitive with
1: so just a other fire people, burning. but I'm
2: competitive with myself, too. That's like, if I'm be. not better than who I was yesterday, like, I have this weird thing that if I go to sleep and I didn't learn something new, I pop my phone out, read some newspapers, read some articles, read mm-hmm. some astrology stuff, and I'm like, okay, I learned something. Go to sleep. If I don't learn something, I will not go to sleep. And that's just, like, the competitive side of myself. So someone is working wow. harder than you... And I have that up in my office on the wall. <laughs> it just says someone's working harder than you, and that's it. I think that really pushes me and motivates me. And as a person, if you want to be an, a creative, just remember that if, I think Gary Vee said this, even though Gary Vee is like, I have nothing against him, but I think it's just a bit too much. You know uh, what I'm not saying? Not like that,
1: but he's not saying anything people don't know.
2: Yeah, and it's just like, but he said one thing. No offense, that, that <laughs> He said one thing that I liked. Yeah. Just one thing that I liked and I was actually there's some things that I like that he says maybe it's a little too repetitive but I will only watch him once in a while right. but he said like Tony Robbins. he said one thing he said if you are looking forward to the weekend you're doing something wrong yep. mm.
1: if you hate Monday through Friday yeah then you're you doing shouldn't something be doing wrong it. absolutely yeah. so
2: true. change it so that's how I am. I'm like, I'm, I don't even, sometimes I'm like, it's today's Sunday or Monday, which, what's right. today? We
1: were just ha- if it wasn't for my Google calendar, I wouldn't know what day exactly. or like where I was supposed to be.
2: Exactly. I,
1: I can't pay attention anymore. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. So if you if you realize that you're working where you don't even know what day it is, you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I got to say. Saturdays, I'm in the office all day. Sundays, I'm in the office all day. I think the only day I take off is Tuesday, and that's not even a weekend. Yeah. But I just love Tuesdays, to chill. So Why? Well, I- I don't know. Just something about Tuesdays. Talk about Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know Tuesdays and sometimes Thursdays. I don't know. I think those two days is just I days like I want to take. Thursdays, Thursdays yeah. are my favorite days, but that's my favorite not day to work. Fridays
1: and not everybody's like out like doing crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why you like Tuesdays because they're slow.
2: They're slow. Like in public, I think it is. Yeah, slow. Like I like going around, but Thursdays are days. Thursday's my favorite day, but that's because that's where I work so hard. Mm. Like, if it's a Thursday, yeah. I'm up on my feet, ready to go, right. ready to grind. And I think it's just that subconscious thing behind me that's, like, really good. So there's this one book that I'm reading called The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Ooh. Amazing book. If you want to shift your perspective, it'll change your life. Everything that you mm. think of, like, for example, I've learned from that book, instead of saying, yo, this is, this is hard to do, hard is, is associated with something negative, so if you say, "Yo, this is challenging," that's something you can conquer. So subconsciously, when you tell yourself, "Man, this is really challenging," you know you're gonna get through it, and the process is a lot easier for you. But if you say this is hard, you're gonna feel like it's hard. No one can do it. I'm not gonna do it.
1: Right. So it's kind of like um, telling somebody that what you're trying to accomplish before you do it, and you already get the satisfaction of telling somebody. Yeah. And I, and another thing, like um, I read somewhere that instead of saying like, "I'm sorry, I'm late," you're supposed to say like, "Thank you for your patience." That's what i have been doing, you know, it kind of it big kind of changes the dynamic, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah.
2: Oh gosh, you're I'm putting blame on yourself
1: instead of I'm... you know re- you know thanking somebody for mm-hmm. for what they're yeah. doing.
2: Yeah, that's dude. I that's the first time I heard that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I know one way about writing emails.
1: Justin feels that. Right? Well, he feels yeah. it. He feels it. He already <laughs> he knows. two <laughs> <up. laughs> not just one. <laughs>
2: there's a, actually there's like many ways like that. The way that you words play such a big role and yeah. just a lot of power represents you how you speak to people. Words are so powerful. so powerful powerful. and there's one thing that I started doing in my emails when I write to somebody because it's weird I don't just pull up an email and I start writing I I research how to write up a really good email when I write a caption I research how to write a good caption Mm -hmm. inspiration for captions Mm -hmm. and it's just like there's a world where they give you the answers try to use the brain as least as possible right You know what I'm saying? Because your brain is working constantly. If you're trying to complicate yourself, you're going to just tie yourself out by 6 p.m. So if you can make your life easier, go to freaking Google. Google has all your answers for you. Quit making your life so hard. Mm -hmm. The answers are there. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Life is easy if you want to make it easy. That's all it is.
1: How many hours do you work a day? Just out of curiosity.
2: Um, So usually I wake up. Sometimes I like waking up at 10, sometimes I like waking up at 8. I wake up whenever I want. I'm a self entrepreneur. Yeah. That's a good that's life. I feel, yeah. You wake up whenever you want, and I love my sleep. Mm-hmm. So I wake up when I want. I go to the office till like two, three o'clock. If I have a meeting, I stay until mm. five. Um, but I take midday breaks because I love sunshine, and I live in a state that's full of sun. So well, I just love to oh, be. Yeah. I that's just love baby, to be. Yeah. <laughs> I just love to be with the sun. I love going climbing. I love like just having ice cream and everything closes early. I like to get a midday coffee. Mm -hmm. So I have my mid, my, like I finish work at three, four o'clock. So I have four till like seven, just to do whatever the hell I want. Taking a nap, do whatever I want. Go back to the office by seven to 12. So I would say I'd work about nine to 10 hours a day, Mm. but I love what I do. Yeah, for sure. That's the difference. Because that word work kind of bugs me because work has been tied to like something that you have to work. Like, I'm to I'm up. I'm gonna go create. That's yeah. what I love to do. Mm. So every day I'm doing something I love and that's like the biggest blessing. So if you don't like what you're doing, you're doing something wrong. Life is short. Mm-hmm. Don't even waste a single millisecond doing something you don't love. I haven't been that's to bed down.
1: yet, actually. And I have I feel like I like a lazy eye coming on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they gotta get you to sleep. Yeah. Quick power nap. Twenty four minutes and thirty seven seconds. That's the how much perfect what you need? nap time.
1: Was this like from experience, like trial on error? Like, you, well, it's try, I tried it
2: for sure, but I read an article about it too. But I tried it. It works.
1: 37 seconds?
2: 37 seconds is what they t- timed it. But honestly, like I think they're just trying to be all technical. Just sleep for right. 25 minutes and yeah. make your life easy. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Like anything <laughs> and put less, less or phone. anything
0: more. It's, it kind of mm-hmm. like...
2: Yeah. And put your phone away, dude. This is like... I keep sometimes mine Sometimes it's far like away cancer. When you're trying yeah. to go to sleep, don't
1: use this. It's... Taunting don't you use it night at like time
2: yeah yeah dude also i put up this thing called screen time basically oh, yeah it's 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 honestly <laughs> it makes me shit. guilty i'm like Ugh. yeah but it's been helping me cuz like sometimes it goes instagram it gives me a warning it's like hey you've been on instagram for an hour i'm like are, Are real? you? I'm like it's 10 a.m. What was <laughs> yeah. I doing?
1: I've been awake for 30 minutes. Like. <laughs> like, what do you
2: mean? Yeah. But that <laughs> helps you. in your sleep. Yeah, but that okay. helps you track like how much you're using it. That's no time I'm management. I'm
1: on any of those things. Yeah. If I tweet, you're
0: not a social media dude though.
1: Yeah, I can't stand it. But if I tweet, like, yeah. I just like pull it up, I tweet, and then I'm just
2: you look, like done. Leave it. My
1: problem is FaceTime. I FaceTime everybody. That's true. Oh, that's not day. bad. Yeah. That's
2: that's
0: healthy. That's actual like. Interaction, like interaction, yeah, right? which so is that's
1: pretty a, good. It's a little different. Yeah, I don't I call like... people, and I I haven't made a phone call unless it was like somewhere like professional, like 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 Verizon. I called today because I, I changed my, you know, you know, what I mean like yeah, I'm getting yeah, a, new, a, a new. <laughs> I needed a new phone. I needed a new phone. I want the new iPhone, right? I yeah. called them. I can't Facetime them, but anything else like I'm Facetiming. Yeah. yeah. I when do I call you? Facetime. Yeah, it's, it's like FaceTime. always Facetime.
2: Facetime is the best thing. I think that's a great thing that it's you so use personal.
1: That. You have human connection. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Dude, I I've know.
2: been on FaceTime with some people and it's just like I hate being on pause.
1: You're not supposed oh uh, to. That's, that's rude. That's etiquette. Bad Rude. FaceTime etiquette. Yeah, I was ta- like talking, talking about you. You need to have like a whole blog post about this. FaceTime etiquette.
2: Mm. Yeah, do not put me on pause. If you put me on pause, I am mm. Xing the phone so fast. Mm. I'm like, it is not going <laughs> to go far. Nope. I'm like, X. uh-uh. <laughs> Who are you X? talking to? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no.
1: Bye.
2: Who's
1: more important than me?
2: Yeah. Right. That question was a pretty long answer because it went totally oh, around. yeah. I know. But the yeah. It's a so good it. question so good. because people are trying to pull inspiration from the world. I just think you need to search more. If you need inspiration, inspirational videos. YouTube has it. Like, you Uh, can.
0: But, but like, the thing about inspirational videos is just like it says the same thing over and over again. It doesn't give you like actionable shit, right? Yeah. At least in my perspective. Maybe I've. Kind of graduated from that, like, oh yeah, that Gary V mindset and like, blah blah blah, like get shit done. Yeah. To like, <laughs> okay, but what actual shit do I need to get done? Like, I'm working with this client and they need X, Y, Z. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So when different.
2: I say when I say go on YouTube and find inspirational videos, there's always just that one YouTube video that inspires me. What is I that? don't need someone to tell me to work. It's not someone telling me that someone's working harder than me. That's like, that's what I tell mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. But what inspires me is to realize. My existence—that's what really inspires mm. me. Oh, the space one, the space thing. Ooh. Yeah, there's Send one. Send me a video. Carl Sagan, the pale Ooh, blue dot. I
1: know Carl Sagan.
2: Carl Sagan, the pale blue dot. You should.
1: Uh, the pale
0: blue dot. Ooh. Okay.
2: That video makes me cry every day. If I watch you right now, I'll start crying. How that long is, is Thumbs it? up from Justin. It's like it's like four. Yeah. It's like four four minutes ish. Yeah. Mm. But it just really oh, like God. it really grounds you, and it pushes me to work. does and it also, make you feel small. So small
1: good that's, I, why that's why I, I like it. the ocean that's why I go to sunset cliffs Ooh, yeah sunset to humble myself yeah. Humble yourself. And, yeah whenever my I'm starting to get too big yeah because like
2: dude you're in this world where it's like so much and you're like yeah. I'm alive yeah and I'm really thankful for it like alhamdulillah, I'm here you know I'm I'm breathing I get to wake up and see my family every mm. day the first blessing of the day is the moment you wake up right first blessing because some right. people do yeah. not wake up from their sleep that's true so for you to wake up I wake Very up i like, thank god yep. I'm alive we're here Second blessing is seeing my parents and my family. A
1: lot of people don't get to so, do that either. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. a that's the beauty of life is just like waking up, seeing them, getting food. That's a blessing. So I count my blessings in the day to know that there's nothing in this world that's ever gonna get me upset. Literally, people are like, "You're too happy." I'm like, "Good." Yeah. Hope that Damn. inspires. Who you says to be that? Happy. Yeah. People on my Instagram, yeah. you know, there's some people that They're get that happy. get upset. People <laughs> get there's some people that get agitated that because they're unhappy. Like, can people be like, oh, it, yeah. oh well, like, I'm happy. Yeah. And they kind of get bugged by it because they're like, oh, uh, you're like not authentic. I'm like, no, I am authentic. Like, That's this is me, like, me, this happy. This is you in
0: your realist
2: form. Yeah. Right? You're just a happy-ass I mean, person. They've set a baseline
1: yeah. for themselves of what happy is is. To them, and it's not, doesn't yeah, meet their I mean, it
2: doesn't match. Like, really yeah. yeah, I'm not yeah, saying course. I'm always happy, I'm yeah. just saying the majority of my life I am happy yeah. because I can catch myself fast.
1: There's times you probably go home and put on like old school Drake and like, oh,
2: you know, hell yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> hell <laughs> yeah,
2: that's where, where it gets <laughs> down. Yeah, I wish Drake was my thing, but I'm mm. more of like a Ben Howard. Um, I mm. love, I love Fairuz. Fairuz is this really beautiful Lebanese artist, but like, way old in the days. Um, it's like it's here. like yeah. folk yeah it's like just Palestinian music oud music just really kind of chills I, me out Yeah, have it's
1: so hard to learn oh I've it tried. is I've tried it's a whole
2: and different world you can't world. tune
1: it for so. it's like a I don't know, you can't, can't. I, I can't Yeah, you, <laughs> you somebody, can't somebody, but I can't somebody yeah. can I don't somebody know. in the world can it's not, can. That's it's not sure. me yeah. yeah. that's for sure that's is hard
3: oh gosh
0: so as we wrap up the podcast one last question is if you could have a coffee and convos with
2: anybody in the world who would it be?
1: Oh my gosh. That dead or tough. alive? That's, mm-hmm. that's a contingency. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, if there was someone that was alive, I'd be probably had coffee with them already because mm-hmm. I'm just that person. I'm like, fair. if I want to meet up with you, I'm, I'll make it happen. I so don't they're care. definitely going to be dead. Like, I don't care who you are. Know. We're going right. to have coffee yeah. tonight. <laughs> 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 they're going to be dead. They're going to be dead. So they're going to be dead for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be dead for sure. Man. That's a tough question. Just to sit down and have some coffee with him.
1: If she would have known about your other 37 podcasts, she would have been
2: prepared. Mm-hmm. i just kidding. Man, this is <laughs> tough. I should have prepared for that question. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just really curious to know what life was way before 1948, mm. like what Palestine was like, like the cultures and traditions. Like I'm just really curious. So I'd love to speak to my great-grandmother elders yeah who used to live before that time and just to really hear her story i do that with my grandparents even today i am i sit down i'm like tell me your journey about coming to america I sit down and i talk to them talk to my all, all of them my great-grandmother is still alive alhamdulillah really she's still alive still alive and i ask her about it she has this tattoo <laughs> gnarly tattoo here she has a gold tooth so she's like pretty badass what she's so dope and she knows everything about happen but i i want to speak to someone more so like she, Early she 1900s. Here? Oh, yeah, she's in Syracuse, New York. Still popping. Still <laughs> going. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Allah Alhamdulillah, yeah, yeah. She's uh She's, she's super cool. Um, but I really would like to speak to someone back then. But if it's not something that's terrible... Like, I feel like I have two sides of my body. I feel like I have a Palestinian side, and then I have a side of, like, someone who's intrigued with existence. Hmm. So Palestinian existence. So if I were to speak to someone that I wanted just to completely question my existence and everything it'd be Prophet Muhammad.
1: Mm. Straight up. Shit.
2: Weird, I know. But Prophet Muhammad is the prophet of Islam. And um, it's not because that's my religion. Why I really want to sit with him is that the stuff that he teached to people back in a day where things were chaos, he's one of the most humbling, inspiring person in this world. The way that he thinks. like There's a story where this man threw garbage on his house every day and the moment the guy like he notices like Muhammad is like so, so, um uh, he was like where's where is the garbage like why isn't he here he went to visit him and noticed he was sick and took care of him that's the man he was
1: the story goes like the muhammad he couldn't speak mm-hmm. right is that how i don't know and that's and that's why people would believe that he, he was a couldn't prophet. write
2: and read and stuff, couldn't like, read because and the write. Angel came down with like a cro- like read, read, and he, that's what it like was. Like the angel taught him yeah, how to okay, read.
1: yep. And then and then he ended up right, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. Wow. So he's learned, he, he came from nothing yeah. into something so revolutionary. So I think he's really a definitely, besides people, whether like he was a prophet or not a prophet, like whatever people want to believe, because some people don't believe in Islam and stuff, like whatever it is, just him as a human. Mm-hmm to have even thought of these things sure. or have been, had the blessing of someone coming to tell him these things is really like astonishing yeah. just the way that he is so I really do look up to him as a person just how humble and he's taught us how to be humble, taught us how to be balanced, taught us how to be loving to your neighbors. I think it's over like such a beautiful person and he's the closest thing to perfect in my eyes so I'd love to have coffee with him yeah. if was coffee was a thing back I've then oh, so far, I know yeah. like okay yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's so dope.
2: Wow. Yeah, Thank I think you. that's like a lot of people are like something
1: that's else. Be a I was hard like, one to yeah. Talk. Yeah,
0: yeah, for real. Everyone's has. Who's
1: your next guest? <laughs> you better call them point. right now. I, don't know. And say, I, think, hey,
2: I think we're just done with the. We're gonna podcast. need to I'm essay. a very yeah. deep <laughs> person. I get lost in my thoughts yeah. way
0: I love it. The much. best people do. I think, yeah, the best people do. I think that's why I wanted to have this conversation again, since the yeah. other one didn't technically release. It will be leaked. It will, and will be leaked. <laughs> <laughs> gosh, it was such a weird time because that was literally like a year ago. You know? Yeah, it was a year, but I um, think it's
2: all about growing and learning. It is. You've so grown, be you grown through just that struggle. Through that struggle, you probably look how much happened in a year. For real?
0: Shit. Oh gosh, just reflecting. I actually did a meditation this morning, and it was all about reflection and just thinking about all the things you're grateful for, the people around you, and it was. It made me feel more at peace with my like, myself and all the shit. But mm-hmm. aside from the point. Very grateful for you to be here and take the time out of your busy freaking schedule (laughs) to seriously have this conversation with us because I really enjoyed it.
2: No, of course. Happy. No, it's my pleasure. Being here is not even taking myself out of my schedule. This is what I'm meant to do, and this is what I consider. Like I said, we're here to create just like the way I create my office. This is just another extension of what I love to do. So, and I'm we're really We're going to be best friends. I hope for you know real. That. You guys want to be best friends? Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah, I need to hang out. Hala, hala. I know. <laughs> know like,
0: we're not letting this happen again. I'm oh, yeah. Gonna we're not doing it. Like a month no, you know.
2: guys seriously have to come over to my house. Here's my Palestinian side. I really am Yeah? I had yeah. some bomb tea last
0: time I went. Oh.
1: And bring so your good. brother around. I will. Yeah, I'll bring him around. You'll love him. My whole family, we're very. Dude, seriously, your family is so talented. something So full of life
0: and love. I really appreciate all of you guys. Shout
2: out to Mom and baba. <laughs> my parents. <laughs> Shout out to them. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Well, before we go and let you go, where can people find you and connect with
2: you? Yeah, so the um, best way to find me is through Pally Roots because my face is all over there. So Pally is P-A-L-I-R-O-O-T-S on Instagram. Um, my personal is Golden Muse Co. Just like if you want to be inspired, that's kind of where I go. But Pally Roots is where it's at. So follow me there and... Um, I'd love to have every one of you guys to be a part of this crazy movement that's going to take over the world. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing. Yep.
0: For
2: sure. One, one soul at a time. We're ready <laughs> yes, for it. I'll see it you guys there at the at the finish line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.